And in a related story, on Monday came news that Antrim-born Cardinal Keith O'Brien, Scotland's most senior Catholic, had been ordered to resign by the Pope following allegations of inappropriate behaviour with a seminarian and three priests. We're joined now on the telephone by Chris Lamb of the English Catholic magazine, The Tablet. Chris, the first time we ever spoke to you on this programme, it was about Cardinal O'Brien when gay rights group Stonewall christened him Bigot of the Year after he opposed same-sex marriage. Now, while we stress that these are only allegations, isn't there a sense of irony here? Well, yes. I mean, we just don't know um, the substance of these allegations. But yes, some people are pointing out that there, there is an irony here. Now, no stranger to controversy, the same cardinal. In fact, I gather he carried the sobriquet cardinal controversy. Yes, that's right. Uh, he, he was never unwilling to uh, speak his mind. He uh, spoke out on many different issues, including things like, for example, nu- nuclear weapons and the importance of aid to the developing world. So it wasn't just on uh, the issues of gay marriage and sexuality that, that he uh, was keen to speak out on. It was all, all sorts of things. I think he felt it was his duty to speak out. And I think he felt that the church needed to have a, a very strong voice in the public sphere. But now, not unlike Joseph Ratzinger himself, in his earlier years, Cardinal O'Brien was seen as something of a liberal. Yes, that's right. He had uh, made noises, should we say, about things like uh, clerical celibacy, which he thought um, could be changed. Of course, it would be um, getting rid of the rule of mandatory clerical celibacy, whereby every single priest had to be celibate. Uh, he, he had suggested those, those sorts of things, um, and that was before he was made a cardinal, of course. When he was made uh, a cardinal, he was asked to uh, sign or declare a profession of uh, loyalty to the church's teaching, particularly on clerical celibacy. So it, it kind of shifted. But he returned to it just last week. Yes, that's right. Just before the resignation, he spoke out uh, to suggest that priests could be married um, in a BBC interview. Uh, That was the Friday before his resignation was made public. So uh, some are suggesting that, uh, although, of course, the main reason behind his resignation being accepted this week was because of these allegations, uh, it may have been a a factor in uh, speeding up the uh, the, the, the resignation being accepted, the fact that he's spoken out in this way on clerical celibacy. Now, in his resignation statement, the Cardinal said he didn't want to go to Rome for the conclave because he didn't want to be the centre of attention or have attention focused on him and thus take away from the conclave. There are others who maybe could follow suit, uh, Cardinals like Cardinal Mahoney, Cardinal Law, even our own Cardinal Brady, it has been suggested, maybe shouldn't attend the conclave. That's right. I think it should be stated, though, that in church law, any cardinal who can vote in a conclave, i.e. under the age of 80, is obliged to get themselves to Rome and to vote. So whilst people are saying, well, perhaps they, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't do so, they are actually under an obligation to vote. And I think that's sort of something that is not um, put forward enough. But yes, you, you know, you're right that there have been calls uh, for, for some cardinals to, to examine their consciences. Um, I mean, really, it's, it's kind of up to them to, to make that, that decision. There's no real mechanism in the church to say to them, right, you can't, you can't vote. And I suppose there are others who say, well, look, we're, we are a church of sinners, and, and, and perhaps if we start having a kind of, you know, uh, measure of, of who can and can't vote, that might be uh, problematic in the future. 
Now, this will be the first time in the history of the modern papacy that Britain won't be represented by a cardinal elector. What effect will this have on British Catholics? Well, we haven't got a vote, as you say, for the first time in many years. Uh, I think it's disappointing and, and quite sad that, that, that there, isn't, there isn't a vote. Uh, whether or not uh, it will have a huge effect on who is elected Pope, um, I doubt it. We only had one or, one or maybe two votes. Cardinal Cormac Murphy O'Connor, who uh, is, of course, over 80 and can't vote, he will be in Rome during the pre-conclave discussions. These are very important um, discussions that take place with the cardinals where they decide you know, what kind of man they want to lead the church. So he will play a role in that. He, you know, he may also play a role in organizing sort of private gatherings with uh, senior cardinals, of, of you know, which are done behind the scenes, which are also very important. So whilst Britain doesn't have a vote, it does have a, a little bit of influence. OK, for the moment, Chris Lam of The Tablet, thank you.